you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Good Friday morning to you. How are you doing? Hope it's a good start, good day, beautiful day in the neighborhood. We are at Kitchen Notes Omni Nashville Hotel. This place is booming. Yeah. Check, check. This place is a zoo, bro. I don't know what is going on, but man, I mean, it's usually busy on a Friday We're morning. We're doing our show, right? But I mean, it's it's it. There, the activity here is uh, it's thick. It's thick up in her. I can say that. Wendy Moten's coming down here. Uh, I saw you dressed up for her, right? What are you talking about? I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans, bro. I, I know, but you're showing the guns. You know, well, we have a distinguished guest coming. I wasn't going to just bum out. I, and, I, I rode my. I wasn't going to just bum out and wear my sweats. You know, so I, you know, I threw on a T-shirt and, and a decent pair of jeans, and you know, actually clean sneakers. That's all. Yeah. I just, you know, I wanted to make a nice impression. You know, I'm, I'm excited that she's going to be joining us, and we're gonna, we're gonna have a great hour, and, and we're gonna hang out, and you know, it's all good. Yeah, Vince Gill's gonna call. Vinny, uh, can't and, wait and, to talk to little, Vinny. A little bit after ten o'clock as well, and our last picking with the pickers Ugh, of the sad, season. Sad with that, and uh, so sad. we'll be here all morning long. Uh, I. I was my game last night. It, it, it's ten thirty at night, and yeah. there's still eight minutes to go in the game. Yeah, because like I was, you know, it was, it was about nine forty-five, and you know, we had a lot of games yeah. we were showing highlights of, and, I'm, and I finally get around to the Tennessee State game. I'm like, all right, let me check and see where they are, so I can you know start writing or whatever. And it was at halftime. Yeah. What happened? Did the women's well, game go on? The women's on? game went at overtime. Okay. And then last night there were ten technical fouls oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. called in the game. And ten technical fouls. Ten. And so every time they go to the monitor, blah, blah, blah. It, at ten thirty last night, there was still eight minutes to go in the game. Dear Lord. But TSU's won four in a row. Yeah. Big and, win. And good for got them, man. Tennessee Tech tomorrow afternoon. We had Penny uh, on yesterday, so that's good luck. So hopefully he'll uh, he'll continue to want to come on with us. He'll probably say it doesn't have anything to do with me, but that's cool. Well, anyway, yeah. but I wasn't yeah, talking it, about you. I was it, talking about it, me. It got chippy last night. Okay, what happened? Yeah, I just, didn't see the end of it. I, you know, I don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole with mm-hmm. this, but um, there's a player at Southeast Missouri that's just everywhere he goes, he drags everybody down with him. Is he kind of a butt? That would be nice. Okay. He's like right. Steph Curry. Yeah, no. there you go. Yeah, Patton. Good morning, General. Pat, no, 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 no. Don't chime in with that nonsense. No, chime in with that. That's <laughs> that, good this stuff. One, one, the, this is apples and oranges. <laughs> All right. Okay? I, and, and I will tell you off air the difference, okay? All right? <laughs> to keep with an FCC rules. But, uh, yeah, well, the, the, it's just I don't, I don't want to go too heavy on it, because, mm-hmm. it, but it's a player – that's definitely on everybody's radar for being a problem, and there's like, is he like a cheap shot? Is he a mouthy guy? What like? all of the above? Okay, all right. No, he's a hell of a player. Leads the league in scoring. Okay, uh, but uh, uh, just I mean, before the game, Albert and I are sitting over there just doing whatever we do, and he's over there mouthing with us. To you? Me? Yeah. What's I, he saying? 
You probably can't repeat what he's saying on and, FCC or, or airwaves. What he, or what he said to Penny's mom. No way. Uh-huh. Way. So, no, Dude. No, 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 Pat, I know you're trying to be funny, but no, it doesn't work here. Wow. <laughs> wow. But I, I do appreciate your humor most of the time. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> wow. How you doing, man? Back yeah, what's strike, up, General? Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Doing good, guys. Uh, you're talking about the uh, the attendance at, at Kitchen Notes. I mean, when Greg Pogue arrives, the people show up. I mean, we know yeah, it's this, kind of like John. when they. It's kind of like you know when they when they know Johnny Nashville's on Broadway. Totally. You know, it just it gets thick up in there. Absolutely. You haven't hung out with me on Broadway yet. I mean, you probably can't anymore now that you're engaged, but. Uh, Maybe. Oh, I thought, uh, <laughs> I thought you were talking to me. Well, yeah, that, yeah you as well. I, yeah, John, you, you might have to maybe court my uh, my bachelor party on Broadway. Oh, dude, it's done. Well, let me Consider ask you. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm glad you brought this up. When is the bachelor party? That's yeah. a great question. Uh, of course, we're it'll be a year this June once uh, the, the the big day is here. So I've got a little time to kind of mm-hmm. rest up and uh, get get it all together. I, I'm not sure when it'll be. All right. Well, listen. You let me know, and I will. Uh, I will make uh, the proper arrangements. Absolutely. Thank you, John. You're yeah. Welcome. What's the What's the new movie out now? The last Mike movie. What's the one with uh, Magic Magic Mike? <laughs> oh, Magic Mike. Magic yeah. Mike. Yeah. That, well, that's gonna be that's gonna be me dancing. No, 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 no. no. It's gonna be no. It's gonna be me dancing at your. <laughs> I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna oh come my in gosh. wearing Can you like. Imagine? I'm gonna come in wearing like a uh, my buddy, our buddy Dewan yeah. down with the fire department yeah. in Murfreesboro. Yeah. He's gonna get. I'm gonna come in as a fireman. As a fireman. And I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna rip it off. And then you know, and I'll have my and I'll have my whitey tights. Oh my gosh! Right, there you go. There you go. Free of charge. Thank yep. you, Greg. Free of charge. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! That's right. There is another Magic Mike movie coming yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, Sam Hayek. Yeah. Oof. Uh, she Stellar. Uh, she does it for me, she, man. Oh, she's it's not only she's still getting it done, she's getting it done better. Yep. Pat, like, have you ever seen the movie Desperado uh, with yes. Antonio Banderas and uh, Salma Hayek? Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, yes, I, sure have. I don't. I mean, she lit the screen on fire. What she is was she? Just, late forties, fifty years old. Fifty. Pro- yeah, she's probably right around my age. And now she that claims, old? Yeah, that's old. <laughs> now she claims that she's never worked out a day in her life. And she eats whatever she wants, and she just looks amazing all the time. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. She's probably – I mean, I imagine she walks on the treadmill well, a couple it's times wor- a week. Well, it works for me. Yeah, she's, exactly. No, 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 no. She's 56. My Lord. She looks amazing. God yep. bless her. Yep. Great yep. genetics. So, uh, what's going on this weekend? We've got uh, – Oh, Super Bowl. Other yeah, than that, yeah, not much. Yeah, yeah. You start to get a feel for this game, Greg? I, you know, and it, and I thought of it before, and I thought Brad Powers yesterday. Now he was on with Billy. Or yeah. Billy. I keep call, I'm, I'm calling him Billy. Why? Because that's it, your name, cause right, it, cause Billy? It, yeah, because it's Bill, a, Bill's actually it's growing, on his Twitter. But Bill's actually getting a uh, a, a, a a Gundy mullet over there with the hair <laughs> well, going a, on. Well, he's too. a man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Mike Gundy he's mullet ma- with he, Bill King. Bill King's he's a man. Four, he's forty. He's a man. Yeah, you he's, blew past forty. I, rem- I remember the night the night I turned forty. We had a my my family came down. I was living in Pittsburgh. We had a nice dinner, and then man, I was out. On uh, on Carson Street, just pounding shots and screaming at the top of my lungs, "Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40." That was a fun night, from what I remember. What is it? Oh, hold on! <laughs> no, 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 no! Come here, come here. Um, what's your name, Ankalita? Where are you from? Albania. 
Well, we we are of course our kitchen notes, mm-hmm. our server here. What mm-hmm. a beautiful lady! By I know, Lord. gorgeous. Good morning. How are here. you? And, uh, and and she's I said, from, "Good morning. How are you? You just made my day." It's great wow. to see. You. Well, uh, uh, we'll we'll get we're gonna have some people come. Uh, uh, Wendy Moten and her manager are mm-hmm. gonna come down, and we're just all gonna eat off the buffet. Okay, and and I would like a uh, I would like a Red Bull sugar free. Rigor Bull, they've got them back there because yeah. I want because you know why I didn't get home till after midnight last night. Yeah, and if I could just get a water and a Diet Coke, both with lemon, that'd be great. We're taking drink orders here on the Greg Pogue and John Burton show. Know, have you ever met anybody from Albania? I think she's the first one. I have never. Yeah. Well, well, God. Hold yeah. on, now. we get a. Yeah, uh, we don't. We we should, need it. Should we put her on a headset yeah, and have her talk but, a little bit? Yeah, if we had All a right. producer. Yeah. <laughs> People need to hear the All accent. Right. That is so cool. Yeah. From Albania. I know. That's not Albania, New What'd York. What you say her name was? Echolania? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Well, thank All you. Right. What a sweetheart. Yeah. We are at nice Kitchen Notes you. at Omni Nashville Hotel. And um, so, anyway. All right. Anyway, uh, are you starting to get a feel for this game was my question. Well, and I thought Brad had a really good point. This is what I'm thinking. I think the Eagles have the better roster. Yep. But the quarterback and the head coach. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that tilts it a little bit because – you know, they're so evenly matched. I mean, we can start mm-hmm. comparing rosters. Mm-hmm. But I just think that that experience and Mahomes is now easily just won MVP yesterday again. Right. And he uh, wants this win because yeah. he's still you know, he, he got a little he got a little embarrassed by the yeah. by the Buccaneers a couple of years ago, you know, when he was running around for his life and I think he wants to be in that multiple Super Bowl winning uh category, right, for starting quarterbacks and um I think the biggest matchup, Greg, is going to be the the Eagles receivers against the Kansas City secondary because they've got some young guys in that secondary, and you know they've given they've given up a lot of big pay, uh, plays passing over the years or or throughout this year, and so it's going to be up to Chris Jones in that front to put some pressure on Hertz, and then now you got to but you got to contain him because he can get out of the pocket and run, but. You know, if that Kansas City secondary can at least, you know, make that Eagle offense earn everything they get, in other words, limit the explosive plays and try to get some pressure on, I think they have a chance. But if, you know, if, if they struggle against Smith and, and Brown and Ertz, it's gonna, it could be a long day for Kansas City. It, it just seems like this is a stepping stone business. And I think the Eagles have been – and everybody says, well, look at their, you know, comp, you know, with their regular season schedule, it was easier. But, sure. but they, they can't control that, right. you gotta play. you got to play who's in front you of know, you. And, and I just – I don't know. We'll get – hey, Patton, what do you think? I just – and I, I think I'm going with the best quarterback and yeah. the best coach and when the rosters are that close. It is really, really, really close. One thing coming out um, – Chris Jones, you mentioned, John, there's a bit of a stomach virus and yeah. kind of going around. I don't know if it's just Kansas City. I, I know. I think it's all over Phoenix because, like I said, Boomer Esiason yeah. caught it. He's out there with my buddy Greg Giannotti for WFAN out in New York City. So that gives me a little bit of pause, but I, I don't know. Just the way the Eagles, they've been they've been the top dog all year. Kansas City's kind of had their letdown. They lost to the Colts earlier in, in the year. So, I, to me, they've just played from top to bottom of the season the best football and I see that continuing. I see them having the run game, and they've got the weapons on the outside to do it. You're not wrong. So, Sunday night, 
The confetti's coming down. AJ Brown's holding the Vince Lombardi trophy. <laughs> maybe, maybe even holding the, the MVP, MVP trophy. Yeah, eight How catches. would that make you feel, Pat uh, Cook? Uh, coming why, do you, in, why do you do this? I gotta know. Why do you do I this? I have to know. I you mean, know already. I, I want to I, I have to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, coming into week one, that would have been about as worst case scenario. The Titans don't even make the playoffs and AJ Brown wins the Super Bowl. But is what it is. Um, I, I will say this. I'm happy that he's kind of uh, evolved a little bit as the season has gone on. Of course, Jimmy's down there at uh, in Arizona. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy got some great quotes from him talking well, about he still he has love for Tennessee. But, you know, he said the same thing after he torched them uh, in Philadelphia True. in that game early in the regular season. He said, I, I still got love for the organization. I think, you know, listen, he obviously is in – for now, as we speak, a better place, right, Patton? And I think oh, he yeah. feels like, you know, he's had some time to think about it. And it's like he probably thinks, you know what, everything happens for a reason. I'm here in Philadelphia now. I'm I'm 60 minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. So And they you fired know. John Robinson. Right, right. And they fired, they fired the, uh, the OC that couldn't get me the ball consistently enough. So, you know, uh, I think, and I've said this before, guys, I really feel that a lot of that had to do with, you know, a couple guys being butt hurt and their egos being bruised. And, you know, if if both sides had taken five minutes to cool off, they could have come to some kind of agreement. And, he, and A.J., you know, he should still be here, and well, I think he would have been. A.J.'s, what, 25 maybe yeah, if at the that, most? If that. So the, the adult in the room was John Robinson right. who didn't handle it well. And, right, and exactly. Now, I know. think both sides didn't handle it well, yeah. but you're right. A lot of it falls on – on JR. And, and I also think the uh, AJ can be pretty uh, adult in the room like when the ex girlfriend is having a nightmare right now. The Titans are in uproar, flames everywhere at the wide receiver room. It's easy to be the adult when you've won yeah. you've won the relationship and you've won the ring. And, and, you, right. and you're trotting right. out your uh, your new girlfriend right. and she's right. hot. I got a new girl. And by the now. way, uh, Mulehead Kevin, thank you for sending the photo of Salma Hayek. My gosh. Yeah. And from what I understand, she's never had any uh, aftermarket work done. So, uh, on, her I, I mean, on her jaws and cheeks? I'm going to have to fact check that. Is that, is that right? The jaws and the cheeks? Is that what you're talking I'm about? I'm talking everything. I'm going to have to fact check Just leave it this. She's, just, she's, she's a gorgeous woman, yes, and she's and a well, terrific and, actress. And, 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 and well endowed. And... and and that's not only financially, right? So she's married to. Um, um, it's not me. I don't care who she's married to. <laughs> no, it's. Um, well, I can't think. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, college matter. basketball tomorrow: Vanderbilt at Florida at two thirty on the SEC Network. I think an important game, a winnable game, yep. and 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 to start stacking some wins. Coming off obviously the Tennessee uh, win uh, from the other night. Uh, mm -hmm. So that Missouri is at Tennessee tomorrow night, five o'clock uh, on uh, the SEC Network. Here's your you want to you want to Greg P. Bang Tennessee. Oh they, yeah, they, I, I think they're they've got their RBF is high, the red mm -hmm. booty factor is mm -hmm. high. They've lost uh, two out of their last three, and the one yep. game they won, they, you know, was a little shaky. So mm -hmm. um, I, I like where your head's at on that. So uh, Missouri's um, you know good team, good team, but. Uh, 
that Alabama at Auburn tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock on ESPN. So, uh, and then Kentucky-Georgia starts it off at 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. Pa- uh, the Preds, um, after their uh, stinker the other night, quite frankly, mm-hmm. Tuesday mm-hmm. night, where they got lost. Uh, they got beat. Look, got lost. Yeah, they got lost. That's for sure. 5-1. to one, mm-hmm. uh, Lost to the Vegas Golden Knights there in Philly tomorrow. 11.30 tomorrow morning. That's right. Yeah, our time. Yep, yeah. yep, 12.30 in the east, so um, unusual start time. Remember that game that's, that uh, was an NBC national game here a couple of years ago on a Sunday, and uh, the starting time was 11 a.m. here locally? Yeah. Uh, I think they played the St. Louis Blues, and they won that game. And I remember talking to Pecorino after the game. They're like, you know, what was this like? He goes, oh, it's great. He's like, you know, I got the rest of the day to myself. I can go do what I want. I, it's you the know. morning skate. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a little longer, a little bit more physical, and it means a little bit more. So, um, yeah, they need to bounce back because I'm not going to say they're running out of time, but they got three, thir- you know, 33 games left, and they got a lot, of, you know, a little bit of work to do to get in playoff position. And they need to win 20 of those. 20 out of 33. Yeah, it was 20 That's, out of 34 till they lost. That's wow. basically the number that people, not counting the uh, the you know the overtime losses that and have any points. They need to. They need to win two out of every three uh, going down the stretch. And right now, which I, I would bet against them, right? Because the teams in front of them yeah. are, 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 are going to get better. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, they gotta, they got to win and they gotta, they got to get some help along the way, too. Other teams have to, have to falter. It's, it's, it's going to be an uphill climb. And, you know, coming out, you know, and they talk all about, you know, we got to get out the gates and we got to go. And, you know, when, when we talk to the guys on Sunday and then you come out and you, and you stink it up like you did the other night. So they can't afford that. Philly's not a good team. I don't you know, Tortorella's probably going to quickly wear out his welcome there in Philly, both with the media and the team. So you got an opportunity to get two points, you know, take advantage of it. You know what $100 million will buy you? Exit from the SEC, uh, the uh, big, yep. uh, big Twelve a year early. They're going to Texas, Oklahoma is now going to join the SEC next year, twenty twenty four. Combined one hundred million dollars uh, is the uh, check they're going to write <laughs> to get out mm-hmm. uh, of that. Now the SEC just announced yesterday their revenues. I think each team's getting forty nine million. That's going to almost double when the uh, new deal comes in with Texas and Oklahoma and that new TV deal right. uh, as well. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't do the Big 12 any good to have lame ducks there for two years yeah. to talking about. Because right now the Big 12 may be the best basketball conference in the country. And uh, certainly with football, they had a team in the uh, – uh, in in the final four, and then with the expanded coming up, they're usually going to get somebody in anyway. So, uh, yeah. So Texas, Oklahoma, year after uh, this coming one. That, yeah, that that just blows it's, my it's mind. It's going to be it's it's a it's sixteen a bra- teams. It's a brave new world. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to have Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC now, and um, like you said, the revenue that that's going to generate. And my gosh, I mean, it's just money, money, money. hundred. <laughs> we we're not letting you out early. Here's $100 million. You can leave early. Yeah. Go right ahead. By the way, we should wish a happy birthday to the Titans' new general manager, Rand Carthon. Oh. It's his birthday today, 42 years old. So happy birthday, Rand, if you're listening. If you're listening, call in, 615-844-5600. But not next hour. We got Whitney Moten. Okay? That's right. We, you know, so, uh, anyway, the uh, wonderful vocalist. Looking forward to that. Her and her manager are coming down. David, yeah, it's going to David Santos, uh, her husband, is not uh, going to make it. Vince will be joining us a- as well. So, a uh, very last picking with the pickers of the of the year. Had another good run, man. That was a lot of fun. It's, you know, 
one of the favorite things I've been involved in since joining this show three years ago plus now. So. I thought it was just eating at Kitchen Notes. Well, that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? You can eat on the air today. No, no, no. no that's you, all right. No, no, no. I'm you, actually going to. Because you, you, guess what? I'm going to. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to wait a little while to eat. So. All right. We're all good. Okay. Patton. I already had my breakfast. McDonald's uh, here on Nolensville Road. It, it did it to me this morning. Yeah, they're open at about five thirty, right? Perfect for roll me. Through, yeah, roll through there. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably nobody in the drive-through. You're in and out in no time, Not right? Not a chance. Nope. All right, Ryan Callahan, Go Vols twenty four seven is going to join us coming up next. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac, and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl Meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl Meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King Show. Somebody asked me, this ascension of Tennessee football, is it sustainable? I think it is sustainable. They're recruiting ranking schools. 
you can get A-plus personnel to Rocky Top, Tennessee. And the state is now way better than it ever was in its past. Producing players. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Putting the fun in dysfunctional. Kitchen Notes, Omni Nashville Hotel. John Burton, Greg Pope, Pat Cook back in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. By the way, we didn't talk about it last night. Dick mm. Barnett, the legend, the legendary, was uh, honored. Uh, of course, New York Knicks great, Hall mm-hmm. of Famer, uh, was in a wheelchair looking, you know, old. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. Which he is, but really cool last night. They honored him at the uh, TSU game. Yep. So, Ryan Callahan, Go Vols 24-7, is uh, joining us. So, Ryan, good morning. How you doing, man? Hey, good. How are you guys? Doing good. We're still trying to figure out what Julian Phillips was, was doing or not doing at the end of that game the other night. Well, it, it, like a lot of a lot of young guys in that situation, he, he had the – he had – he was thinking. He showed that he was thinking, right? He, <laughs> he yep. was uh, making a, uh, a a patient play uh, that, you know, a lot of a lot of players maybe wouldn't make and uh, thought he was doing the right thing, trying to run more time off the clock and ended up being obviously a, a much, much bigger deal than, than he certainly thought it would be uh, in a negative way. So one of those one of those young plays uh, that, that you sometimes see on the basketball court but obviously showed up in a, in a – close game that, that slipped away from Tennessee and uh, looks even worse just because of the situation Tennessee's in now with uh, with the, a couple losses here recently and some some real struggles. Well, what I, what I liked about it, I know Barnes was bitterly disappointed about the loss the other night, but he was quick to heap praise on Vanderbilt, and it seems like him and Stackhouse have a really good relationship, and he really likes and respects Stack, and you know, as disappointed as he was, I kind of felt like in the back of his mind he was kind of happy for Stack getting the big win. Obviously the biggest win for him since he's been here at Vanderbilt. Yeah, no no question. And there is some some real respect there from from Rick Barnes. He's uh he's made that very clear uh after after previous games against Vanderbilt. Uh and in fact, that was one of the first things he said to Jerry Stackhouse on uh uh after the game the other night was was uh that he was proud of him. Um, that's not the kind of reaction you expect to hear from uh, from Tennessee and Vanderbilt coaches uh, uh, going against each other uh, tooth and nail, and what's obviously a, a historically a pretty good in-state rivalry. So, uh, but yeah, there, there's a there's a real level of respect there, and and I think uh, he, he really uh, appreciates the way he does the job, and and just thinks he's done a, a better job than the record would maybe show uh, so far in his tenure at Vanderbilt. So. Uh, that's the the sort of flip side to that. As as uh, frustrated as Tennessee fans were after that game, uh, I think Rick Barnes deep down really was happy for Jerry Stackhouse to see him have that moment, even if it did come at, at Tennessee's expense. So you don't think Tim Corbin's congratulating Tony Vitello anytime <laughs> soon? <laughs> Probably not. You know, I, that, that's the, that's the way I'm used to Tennessee and Vanderbilt coaches getting along. That, that's yeah. the way it's supposed to be, right? That's right. right. That's right. You know, uh, the loss to Florida. Uh, the 46-43, whatever that was against Auburn, now the loss. You know, I said on the air, I guess Wednesday, I guess they played Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. which was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm still buying Tennessee stock. Defense travels. They're going to find out their issues. In a, in a dip of a season like this, 
It's when you play teams. It's how you play teams. And you can't be at an A game for, for you know, what, nine straight weeks, right? So I, I'm not too concerned right now. You know, I know Vol fans, oh, my God, the you know, sky's falling. No, I don't, I don't think so. I think this team's going to be okay. I really do. Yeah, yeah but – I was just going to say, Ryan, you know, you get, but uh, I'll counter that by saying you get in these tournaments where it's one and done, you have a bad shooting half or even a bad shooting 10 minutes. You're, you're out of there. You're gone. So I kind of, you know, can understand a little angst among well, sure, fans yeah. right now. And, and they need to take care of business tomorrow with Missouri. Yeah, no know, question. That kind of deal. Right. Well, well, let's be let's be real. Part of the the angst from Tennessee fans, I think, is is just sort of over over what has become Rick Barnes's identity, fair or not, which is that his teams have been really good in the regular season, but but haven't been able to get over the hump in the in the postseason. And so I think some of that is um, frustration boiling over from previous years. Uh, it's hard to hard for fans to really be frustrated with anything he's done, uh, considering how good they've been on and off the court since Rick Barnes got there and, and, and bounced back from a couple of tough years um, that, that it took to, to kind of get things going. And, and they're really on an impressive run. He's got a better regular season record than Bruce Pearl did in his six years at Tennessee. So mm. he's, he's, he's had a remarkable run, but uh, just not a lot of postseason success to show for it yet, relatively speaking. And, and yeah, you combine that with a team that looks like every once in a while it's giving you sort of um, a preview of what a season-ending loss might look like. And, yeah, I think that's just sort of where, where Tennessee fans are, are, are sort of getting ahead of themselves. But like you said, Greg, I, I think there's something to be said for this team's – I mean, they're, they're, there's no concern over whether they're going to make the NCAA tournament. You know, they're, they're in the field. Um, they've, they've got the ability to sort of um, figure things out on their own and, and not worry too much one week to the next about how that's going to impact their postseason chances or anything like that. So they'll play through this. They've got more than a month to figure this out before the games really start to count. Um, the concern, though, is this team isn't going to just suddenly get an offense out of nowhere. They're not going to start scoring 80 points a game. Um, so they've got to find a way to just become more consistent offensively and be better at what they are uh, in, in hopes that that defense will continue to travel and, and maybe carry this team a long way. Wendy Moten is here, by the way. Are yeah. you okay? She just walked into the building. Yes. I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a. Uh, I uh, yeah. I'm I'm excited to see her. <laughs> she, she she just walked in and said hello, and so she's going to be joining us a little bit later. Yep. She's going to enjoy a nice breakfast. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, Ryan, sorry, to sorry to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, sorry with about that. that but Ryan. No, but uh, our, our guest, <laughs> Wendy Moten, of course, uh, big big pop star in the nineties, yeah, and now and now is. Uh, Vince Gill and and her are, are making sure her career everybody gets done. You know, even today, uh, Tennessee in the uh, NCAA net, and you know I go to that all the time because yep. it's updated every day. That's yep. what they use now. That's what they tell us to go see. Right. Uh, in their formula, Tennessee is still on the three line as a one seed. You know, because you had Purdue. What Purdue lost. Yep. You know, Alabama had a stinker. You know, uh, and so these things, you know, you can't go Indiana beat Purdue. Mm-hmm. Purdue's still on the, the, the one line. So, yeah, they're, they're a one or two at worst unless the wheels totally come off. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, let's say even if they do lose a couple more games down the stretch because the schedule does get tougher for Tennessee. You know, they, they've got some, some tough games coming up. Um, you know, if they lose a few more games, okay, maybe this team falls to a three seed or something like that. But that's – 
that's almost one of one of the worst case scenarios uh, uh, without the as you said the wheels totally coming off for Tennessee. So this this team is going to be in good shape in March. They're they're going to have a have a a pretty good draw you would think in, in the NCAA tournament. It's going to be set up for them to have a chance to make a run. Uh, it's just going to be can they consistently um, put put together the kind of performances you need to to advance much farther. People just I think are already getting ahead of themselves and thinking this looks like a team that's going to lose in the second round um, to a to a seven seed if they're a two seed or whatever it might be um, that they're just going to have a hard time getting out of maybe even the first weekend of the NCAA tournament based on their offensive struggles. Ryan Callahan is our guest. Go Vols twenty four seven at Ryan Callahan two four seven on Twitter. I mean, I guess the important thing right now, Ryan, for the Vols is you know take care of business against Missouri you know, not look ahead to, you know, Alabama and Kentucky back-to-back uh, back back after that? No no question. Now, now Missouri, they've been a pretty feisty team this year. They're, they're playing a lot better and uh, seem to be uh, the, the kind of team that could, that could, you know, take down Tennessee if they don't show up ready to play. So certainly not, not much room to, to look, look ahead past this game. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's what's waiting, obviously, a, a game that – People have been kind of looking ahead to this Alabama game next week as as maybe the game of the year in the SEC for for a while, and uh, you know if it lives up to the, to that kind of hype or the or the stakes remain as high as they can be, um, that this could decide at least uh, go a long way toward deciding the regular season championship in the SEC. So yeah, there's a lot at, uh, at stake, but they do have to take care of business uh, tomorrow against Missouri to for that game to mean much, and uh, and, and we'll we'll see if they can just sort of get out of this rut uh, they're in. I think you know, just the fact that it's been you know, three or four games in a row where, where Tennessee's offense hasn't uh, performed at a very high level, clearly this is just a, a mid-season rut uh, of sorts, and, and, it, and it really isn't that bad, all things considered, just a couple of losses. But, um, but clearly they've got to get some, some things figured out. Rick Barnes has acknowledged that. They've got to, uh, they've got to play better, but at the same time they're – Again, they're a good team that's going to continue to win games uh, based on their defense and just how good they are top to bottom. They, they just got to sort, of, you know, figure things out. And it's better to be having this problem now as opposed to three or four weeks from now. Who, in your mind, needs to step up uh, individually for Tennessee for them to really Man. make that deep run into March? Yeah, Rick that's, Barnes. That's a good question. Well, Rick yeah. Barnes. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the coach. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, that's the funny thing is not not really anybody's played uh, especially well for Tennessee consistently uh, over the past few games. So, uh, you know, the, you look at the guys that are going to have to play well for this team to make a deep run. I think it starts with the guard play. This is a team that that lives and dies with with the Kai Ziegler and, and San Diego Vescovi. If those guys are are not scoring more consistently, you know, uh, Ziegler what was what 0 for 10 last week against Auburn. Um, you know, just just has had some some pretty up and down performances lately. If those don't change, you know, Tennessee would obviously be in trouble. I, I wouldn't worry too much about those guys. To me, the key to this team still long term is is going to be what what are they getting around those guys? Uh, they, they've had some better performances lately from Josiah Jordan James. Now he gets banged up the other night. You know, what's what's his situation? But um, they, they've got to they've got to get him back to full strength and and playing the way he was last week against Auburn. But they've got to get Julian Phillips. Um, they've got to get uh, Olivier Kamwa playing more consistently. He's had some really good games, but it's just not consistent. They've got to get a more consistent supporting cast, and certainly Vescovy needs to get back to, to, to 
playing the way he's capable of after a few rough games recently. Not bad games, just not shooting as well as he's, as he's certainly capable of. And then the other night had the, I believe, was was supposed to be guarding uh, the, what ended up being the winning shot there and came mm-hmm. away to, to help a little bit defensively. Not, not not the end of the world there, but that's that's an example of the kinds of plays he's got to be able to make. Uh, that's where, after he missed the, the free throw, right, Ryan? Yeah. Missed that free yeah, throw that absolutely. probably would have iced it, yeah. Yep, missing the front end of a one-and-one and, one and then a, a little bit of a defensive bust there. So not his finest moment, but, yeah, he'll be fine. He's just got to you know, cons- consistently score the way he's capable of it. This team's going to make a run. Ryan Callahan, go Vols 24-7. Ryan, seven Vols get invited to the Combine. Jeremy Banks may have been a bit of a surprise. Cool for him. He's going to get that opportunity. Uh, Hendon Hooker, though, that's an interesting one because uh, I see a lot of teams that think, hey, he's going to be a value mm-hmm. uh, a little bit later in the draft. He's not going to be one of the top three. Right. You know, and, and so – it's going to be curious to see where Hooker, how all that plays out as he gets through the injury, gets into the workouts more so than obviously at the combine. It's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Where do you? How high do you think he would be drafted? I think he could be late first round in, in really? or, or second. Do I you think, really? I think a lot of people like him. Well, he's twenty five years I, I old. I think he's going to. I think he's going to win a lot of people over when he interviews. Right. You know what I mean? And that's going to help. But wow, late first round. In I, second? I think he's. Quarterbacks are at a premium, and he walks in an adult, basically. What say you, RC? Uh, I'm a little less uh, bullish, I guess, on the on the draft stock. I do think he's going to uh, maybe be interesting to to a team that's looking for uh, a guy who, you know, maybe a guy that could turn into, in some people's minds, maybe a Dak Prescott type who ends up outperforming his draft position. Uh, there, there are some people who I think might view him as, as more than just a, you know just an interesting backup, uh, but it, it's going to take someone being really sold on his upside for them to, to jump very high in the draft. That I, I personally I think maybe third round I, I could see that. I think if not for his injury uh, last year, I, 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 at the end of the season, considering the timing especially, I think there would be a lot of people you know looking at him as maybe a guy that could sneak into the second round. Uh, I, I could be wrong, but I'll be a little bit surprised if we're hearing much, you know, first or second round talk uh, about him. Just knowing that there's some people who think he's looking at maybe somewhat of a redshirt year uh, in, in terms of being ready for this season in the NFL. But he is going to going to intrigue some teams uh, at the combine, and they're going to they're going to love talking to him. I think he's going to uh, make some fans if they're not already fans of him. Well, another problem you touched on: he's 25 years old. I think that's not the end of the world, but the mm. fact that he is not as young as some of those other guys coming out. Um, you're not getting quite as many years there of, of potentially peak performance. But he's fascinating for sure. Jalen Hyatt, obviously another one people are going to be interested to see at the Combine. What does he run? Uh, yep. Does he get into that four two nine range? That's what he's shooting for. Hmm. Um, he thinks he's capable of that. If he can do that, uh, you're talking elite NFL Combine history kind of performance. If he can do that, he's going to earn himself some money for sure. And like you said, uh, pleasantly surprised for Tennessee that, that Jeremy Banks is uh, is headed to the combine. It's a big opportunity for him that he needs to, to take advantage of. But, yeah, several guys Tennessee uh, is, is going to have on the radar for some NFL teams, and certainly Hooker, maybe the one with the biggest variance that, that you know, I think some people could see him slipping into the mid to late rounds, and some people think, like you, that maybe he sneaks into an earlier round pick if, if teams, if someone just, all it takes is one, if someone gets enamored with him at the combine or in, in interviews or whatever. 
Well, Darren McFarland said he's going to shave my head if uh, Hooker goes in the first round. I didn't. I, okay, wow. And I, I didn't. I was a little bit up, uh, a little bit much on that one. Everything. And by the way, he's got Chris Sanders, him and Justin at two fifteen, and Lorenzo Neal at three. Oh, low uh, Neal, my guy. And, and my so, guy. And, and he never texts me during my show like I never text him That's during right. his. <laughs> hey, Ryan, who you like Sunday? Oh man, you know what I. I, I heard some people this morning on the radio here uh, picking the Chiefs, and it, and it made me maybe a little less confident in this. But I, I, I thought all week this feels like the Eagles' year. It, it just they, they've been so good uh, from from the start of the season, basically, and, and I love the way they play at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Uh, I just think Jalen Hurts is even still maybe being a bit underrated by some people. So I, I've got the Eagles, but I, I can understand people you know picking the Chiefs. It just feels like with the the ankle injury for Mahomes and uh, you know other players banged up at receiver and things like that for the Chiefs. This feels like a better setup for the Eagles, and it seems like it's been their year, but we'll see. Ryan Callahan, Go Vols 24-7. Ryan, thank you. Appreciate you, man. Thanks, Ryan. Absolutely. Have a good weekend. All right, man. I will ask you, who would you rather have, Hendon Hooker or Anthony Richardson? I'll give you my answer after the break. Oh, wow. That's, we're not that good. Let's take a break. <laughs> Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual Pi customer. As a small business, we're always looking for ways that we can offer the quality product and get some cost savings. Meet Michelle from J.J. Fister Distilling Company, a small business in California. When looking for workers' comp coverage tailored to the company's needs, she discovered Pi Insurance. We heard about Pi Insurance being geared for a small business, gave Pi a call, and ended up switching. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you can save at IWantPi.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate, so your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. We saved about 30% off of our workers' comp insurance when we switched to Pi. It's as easy as Pi to get the savings you deserve. What are you waiting for? Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote in three minutes at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. Grizz Nation. Make some big Memphis noise and don't miss your Grizzlies tonight at 7 as they battle the Minnesota Timberwolves for their annual HBCU night celebrating Black History Month. Presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Arrive early as the first 5,000 fans will receive a Grizzlies scarf. Get hyped. Get ready for a star-studded show. And secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOO or shop online at grizzlies.com. From Middle Tennessee's home for the Memphis Grizzlies. Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome to Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Monday, February 13th for the Valentine's Day date game in your college night with Austin P. as your Nashville Predators take on the Arizona Coyotes. Purchase your college night tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash college nights for a Preds and Austin P. co-branded hat. And don't miss the Thursday and Saturday games against the Boston Bruins and the Florida Panthers. For your tickets, go to NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. Let's go Preds! Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... 
Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Your content is that Amy went to Mike and said, is this guy okay with you? And, and he gave it the stamp. I sure hope that she went to Vrabel and got his input about Carthon. Oh, I'm sure uh, she yeah. did. But I mean, yeah. you know, you're saying if he said, no, nah, I don't like this guy, keep looking. Yep. She would have kept looking. I, no doubt in my mind, Patton. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogan John Burton Show. I was wondering, There's another promo right there. I That's think right. Adam went through and found all of our promos when we were at our worst moments, <laughs> right? <laughs> And he said, "Let me find when Man. when and Greg and John I, are I just say some crazy stuff are, on this are, show. Yeah, we're good people. We're good we, people. We are. People we're must good, think we're the, we're the I, ultimate I, heels. Yeah, right? and all of a sudden we become. <laughs> well, you know, I told I told you what uh, my five o'clock producer at News Channel Five said, Debbie. Um, she's probably listening right now. Shout, hey, Debbie. Shout out, Deb. You know when we were talking about Vrabel and we were kind of I don't know we we're giving it to him about something and she was like." The way you were talking about Mike Vrabel, it made me think like you guys hate him. I'm like, no, we don't hate him. We Did just... she sound like that? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> how she speaks. She's a very soft-spoken, sweet Southern lady. She's a she's awesome. Yeah, but uh, the one, you know, the one the, that where I call uh, Miss Amy a a a wolf, wolf in sheep's clothing, clothing. I mean, and but you took it to the next level, calling well, her a gangster. Yeah, but ga- but but that's, I a, mean, that's a compliment. That is a compliment. It's like, listen, you know, it's kind of like. The, the highly successful people are about doing what needs to be done. And if, you you know, I got to make this omelet. And let, which, the, and let the poop fall where right, it falls. It, right? I'm making yeah. this omelet. If I got to break some eggs to make an omelet, I'll yeah. break the eggs. I like You that. feel me? I, you feeling me? Not lately. <laughs> Only when you threaten to beat me up. Oh, I've never done that. What are you talking about? That's crazy talk. Never, you hadn't done that in at least a week. Let's go. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, go ahead, Pat, and hit, hit that open. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. Well, that music can only mean one thing. Super Bowl 57 right around the corner. It is time to go around the National Football League. Hi, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get the Super Bowl minute in a minute, guys. I'm but sure you will. I want, yeah, I, I just want to say congratulations last night to all the winners, to MVP, a coach of the year, all that stuff, and also to the people who made the Hall of Fame. Yep. One guy I was happy to made the Hall of Fame, Chuck Howley, who, of course, first player in NFL history on the losing team, uh, voted MVP. Yep. He got in the Super Bowl. I, of course, was too young to remember, so I don't remember his career. It's nice to see that Dallas Cowboy get in the Hall of Fame. But still, guys, the fact that they had two tall Jones—it's ridiculous. Fame, I don't yeah. even. It, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. There's and a couple the guys, players, Clay Matthews and, and, yeah. and Ed Jones, certainly. 
Yeah, my mind. Ed Tuttle yeah, Jones, yeah. my gosh. And, and I don't and I don't want to knock Zach Taylor. I've heard some people thought that he was not a Hall of Famer because they said it was borderline. I'm not going to get into that whether he was or whether he's not. I mean, I'm happy for him. But yeah, Tuttle Jones, the fact he's not a Hall of Famer, is ridiculous, guys. I don't know if this has anything to do with it. But I've heard for years some people say, you know, and, and I have no idea, is is the fact that, uh, of course, it goes back to the '70s when the Cowboys were named America's team, and and that's not the fault of the players. That has been, you know, the players shouldn't be punished for something like that. And the Steelers, all those players got in, deserved to be in there because they were definitely the team of the 70s. Yeah, but it but, took uh, a lot of a long while yeah. for guys like Swan and Donnie Shell and a lot of those guys yeah. to get in because they, you know, yeah. the voters yeah. felt like, you know, we can't yard, have too yeah, many. Yeah. You know, they had so many yeah. great players on those 70s yeah. teams, yeah. just like the Cowboys yeah. Yeah. did, yeah. right? But if you yeah. think yeah. Chuck Howley or Ed Tuttle yeah. Jones, okay, yep. automatically, yep. But I, you people bet, you know, I, you, you can win a bet, walk down the street and say, Tuttle Jones, Hall of Fame? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. No. He's not. And when I found a few years ago, I was stunned, guys. But uh, I, I, def, I mean, it's gotten a little bit better for them, but it, it's still, it's just a, a, a joke that he's not in the Hall of Fame. But, I, but I'll get off of that. Guys, I'm looking forward to Super Bowl Sunday. I got to be on my best behavior because I'm a bit my pastor's house watching the Super Bowl. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, have him pray for the team you bet on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't bet on anybody. I don't do that stuff. I don't gamble on the game. Well, if so. you do, use promo code Greg P. <laughs> <laughs> and go through FanDuel. And, and, and tell him I, I like the Chiefs. Okay. Oh, I don't yeah, yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. I, I like the Eagles. Here's the thing. Me growing up a Cowboys fan, pulling for the Eagles. But, of course, the main reason I'm pulling for them because of A.J. Bryant, Brad Kern. I want to see him win the Super Bowl. Guys, I hope it is a great game, but I'm going to say this, guys. I would not be shocked if this game is a blowout. I'm hoping I'm wrong. But usually when they have great matchups like this, when you have two top teams like this, sometimes you do get the great matchups, but there's sometimes it's turned out to be a dub game, dub game where one team rolls out the other. I mean, because it's happened before, especially in a couple of big matchups when you had Montana against John Elway. And Montana 55 against to 10. Marino. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Where you had two top quarterbacks, two great teams. Another Super Bowl where we thought when Washington played the Raiders, everybody thought it was going to be a great game and picked Washington to win because they had a great season because they only had two losses by one point. But then yep. they got destroyed Both on by Monday the Raiders Night Football. The Super Bowl. Yeah, so, but we'll see what happens. Guys, as always, y'all take care, and I'll talk to you again on Monday. All right, thank Thanks, you, Eric. Eric. Look forward to it. Have fun at your at – the. I just don't think I can go to a Super Bowl party at my preacher's house. That'd be tough for me because yeah, I, you know the, the, automatically you know there's I no like to eat you know, junk there's, food there's to drink no dance, alcohol there's and no swear. dance girls and or a, right, a, 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 right, or a stripper right. pole you, you kind of know what you're getting <laughs> but he mentioned the Hall of Fame another yeah. guy that I'm really happy to see make the Hall of Fame Greg is Joe Klecko you know yeah. be, being from New York I grew up you know Giants fan obviously but I watched a lot of Jets games and you're talking about a guy that was first team All Pro at three different positions and. You know, part of that famed New York sack exchange with uh, Abdul Salam and Marty Lyons and Mark Gastineau. Gastineau, yeah. Gastineau, of course, got all the attention because he had all the sacks and he did the sack dance or whatever. And the hair. Right. But Klecko was certainly the more steadier uh, of the, of the uh, defensive lineman of the Jets. And so I think it was long overdue for Joe Klecko to make the Hall of Fame. Very happy for him. What's long overdue, Patton, is this break, right? Let's get to it. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
And now, some big news from WINN. The new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster club head speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. All five Middle Tennessee locations of Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are open for dine-in service plus takeout and curbside pickup as well. That's right. You can dine in or out at our locations in Bellmead, Murfreesboro, Hendersonville, Old Hickory, and our newest location at Nippers Corner. At the hours Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 featuring half-price beer from scratch kitchen items made fresh daily. Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill are the best eats and the best seats for every game. For more information, visit samsportsgrill.com. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I saw a picture of Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon's one of those guys that lived hard, okay? I know. Look, I know. I understand. There's some rough, humble miles on that body. Yeah. Some on the field, some off the field. Yeah. Jim McMahon, high mileage. Oh, it is a high, high mileage. High mileage in that vehicle. It is not no. highway miles. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, putting the fun in dysfunctional. Kitchen Notes, Omni Nashville Hotel, picking with the Pickers. Next hour, Wendy Moten, the lovely songstress, will be with us. Vince Gill will be joining us by phone. Let's get Tony before the break, though. Tony, what's up, buddy? Tony! Good morning, John! Good morning, Tony! There you go. I won't do... Greg, remember old plaster I used to? Give me your best two minutes. Give me your best two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, number one, I still firmly believe Eric bought the Brady sand. He's just not telling anybody. I just think he's got it. That's something. And uh, as far as the Super Bowl goes this weekend, six, I saw this morning, 6800 is the average cost to get to go to the game. 4000 to set upstairs in the nosebleed. Unbelievable. $18 hot dog. It's uh, it's unbelievable what this stuff's costing. That's why sitting at home is going to be so much better, so much more enjoyable to sit and watch the game. I don't do the Super Bowl parties, Greg. I don't either. Fact, yeah, I, I like watch the game. Yeah. yeah. A couple of years ago, I had, the best, uh, I, had the, I had the best Super Bowl experience in a long time. I by myself with a Jersey Mike sub. 
and a big thing there of Gatorade, and I watched the game by myself in my house, and I, I had a great there time. There you go. Guys, one last thing. I'm out of here. The SEC, just a week ago, they were talking about Texas, Oklahoma, not going to come early. Now they are. I think the SEC paid $100 million. My thought. Have yeah. a good one. Thanks, Tony. Texas Oklahoma, they, no, they they stroke that check. Yep, you know, they're they're fine. Yep, it's all good. This money's not an issue at that level. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. A lot no. of oil money. Picking with the pickers next hour. Wendy Moton is going to be with us here. Vince Gill there. Yep. You here. Yeah, you there. You there. What do you say yeah. on the TV thing? John Burton, Steve Lehman here. You there. You there. Yep. Us here. Right. All right. Yep. And and she's smiling too. God, what a pretty lady. All right. <laughs> <laughs> From ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. A developing story in Baltimore. Police surrounding a barricaded suspect overnight wanted for shooting two officers in two days. Among the wounded, a detective on life support. Local Sheriff Jeff Galler says officers have the man encircled. We have the individual contained. It will be resolved here. Um, there is no threat to the community. That suspect identified as 24-year-old David Linthicum. He's considered armed and dangerous after first fleeing officers in a stolen vehicle. Overseas, new Russian attacks in Ukraine coming to pass overnight. The warning that a big Russian offensive in part of eastern Ukraine has already begun comes from a Ukrainian governor in that region. And an official here in Kiev telling us Russia is expected to ramp up attacks and mount a broader offensive in the coming days. The Kremlin pushing to capture more of eastern Ukraine ahead of the one-year anniversary of this war in two weeks' time. ABC's Tom Suvi Burridge. In the earthquake zone in Turkey and Syria, the number of dead continues to go up. More than 21,000 killed. Bodies found buried in collapsed buildings. The entire city of Antakya wiped out. They're looking for survivors, but most of all, they're pulling out bodies, putting them in body bags. We saw people um, with carts wheeling through the streets with bodies on them putting them into the trunks of cars, taking them straight to the cemetery uh, to, to bury them. ABC's Ian Panel. Meantime in Syria, President Bashar Assad visiting hard-hip Aleppo. Former Vice President Mike Pence has been subpoenaed by the special counsel looking into former President Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election and his role, if any, in the January 6th insurrection. Pence faced enormous pressure from Trump and his allies to overturn the 2020 election results. In a November interview with ABC News, Pence called Trump's words on January 6th reckless. But it's still unclear whether the former vice president will comply with a special counsel's subpoena. ABC's Faith Abube, you're listening to ABC News. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
The sixth annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The sixth annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin B. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the sixth annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P. versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the sixth annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The sixth annual Mid-State Classic. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Bogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. It's football time in Tennessee, and it's Friday. So that means it's time for Pickin' with the Pickers. For over a decade during football season, you've heard legends of film and field tell their tales and pick their picks. Vince Gill, Rob Schneider, Arsenio Hall, Keller B, Steve the Colonel Cropper, Kathy Lee freaking Gifford, Dave Mason. Picking with the Pickers is brought to you by Tim Leaper Roofing and Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Now it's time to pick the brains of the Pickers. Here are the hosts of Pickin' with the Pickers, Greg Poe and News Channel 5's John Bippity Boppity Burton. Bippity Boppity John I don't, Burton. I don't know why Eric came up with that, but I kind of like it. It's well, grown on me. No, no one knows. It's the last time we're going to hear that for a while. Yeah, no one knows why Eric does anything. Right, okay? exactly. So, uh, exactly. Anyway. Picking with the Pickers this morning, our guest here at Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, the lovely songstress Wendy Moten is here. Vince Gill is going to join mm-hmm. us in a few moments. Wendy, hello. Good morning. Hi, How Wendy. are you? How are you? This is a this is sort of a culmination of something between you and I, John. Yep. Tell, tell, tell the story. All right. So here's what happened, Wendy. Okay. One day, and I always loved Coming Out of the Rain. It's one of my favorite songs. It just... I was thinking about it one day, and I was thinking about you one day, and I just did a, I just did a little search. I'm like, I wonder what Wendy Moten's up to. Come to find out, I didn't know you lived here. I didn't know you were working with Vince. Yeah. I had no idea. So I happened to mention it to my radio partner, Greg Pogue. We were just talking about it. And I was like, yeah, you know, remember that song coming out of the rain? Remember Wendy Moten? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was like, just kind of doing a search. I didn't know she, she lives here. And Greg goes, 
Well, I happen to know her, and I happen to know her husband, and I have her number in my phone. I was like, all this time you didn't tell me? you didn't ask. I I could, man, I I was like, I was heated. I was like, let's get her on the show. So we did. Yes, (laughs) thank goodness. And then I surprised him by telling Mm -hmm. him you were coming here today. So. He's he's not a stalker. I'll just no, let you. No, I'm not get a stalker. I love you too, John. Oh, I love you. I'm such a huge how, fan of how yours. How you doing? I'm great. You look fabulous. Hey, I'm keeping it together the best that I can. <laughs> you know, just enjoying life right now. weren't yeah. you on? Uh, didn't you make the Nashville list? The most beautiful people in Nashville. I did. I don't know. Congratulations how that, on thank that. Thank you. What do you mean you don't know? First how? I don't look know at you. how that You, you got to be beautiful first. Thank okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised. Yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah. So nobody called you and said, "Hey, heads up," you know. I, you know, I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I just somebody called me. It was like, "Hey, we need a photo." I was like, "What? You're gonna be? I don't know that you're gonna be in this new episode of, you know, the most beautiful." I'm like, "How is that even possible?" But I sent it anyway. <laughs> I sent it in. Yeah. You know, but hey, I'm happy to be here with you this morning. It's Thank great you. to see you. Yes. How's Are everything you going? You staying busy? I'm staying. I mean, I got a chance to play. I played Carnegie Hall Man, you were two telling weeks me about ago. that. I Don't played Carnegie, Carnegie Hall. Hall. Okay, ever since I met Vince Gill, yeah. other things have been opening up. Thank you, Vince. Love you. Well, you can tell him in a minute. Okay? Yeah, he's going to be on with us in just a couple and, and, minutes. And Patton, uh, if, if Vince is on, pop him on in. Uh, and, and So, uh, Vinny, you there? Yes. Yes, I am. Good morning, Vinny. Good morning. Hello, family. How's we doing? Oh, we're doing great, man. We're having a blast, bro. So I hear. You might want to cut me out. You'll have more fun. (laughs) Good morning. Good morning, most beautiful person in Nashville. Oh, my gosh. I love you. You win? Most beautiful people? Most. I I don't even. Yes, the most. Not, I didn't win it. I think I was just a part of. Yeah, there was a there was a series of most beautiful oh, people. Oh yeah, right? yeah, I got you. I was Way one of. Go. I know, right? Who did that? Did you do that? Just kidding. I got some. I got some pull down there. Wait, yeah. like, nah, <laughs> yes. Vinny, how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm great. I'm good. Life is good, and, and family's good, and we're all just doing what we're doing, dodging bullets. Oh, sweet Amy is really. Been through it in the last year and a half. Yeah, yeah. All kinds of crazy stuff going on, but she—I tell everybody she's tougher than Trace Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> I, I recently—I recently heard an interview with Trace Atkins talking about why he doesn't drink anymore. He's like, yeah. "Well, did you see that, Vinny?" No. What did it make him mean? Yeah, he just said, you know, when you're six six, two eighty, or whatever he is, he's like, you shouldn't drink. Yeah, he's like, you don't want to be around me if I'm drinking. That's basically what he said. He said, he said I either I had to make a choice, either stop going out or stop drinking. So. Oh, no. yeah. Hey Vince, this this lady sitting right in front of me, Wendy Moten, and and you've been so instrumental in. I guess a resurgence, yes. if you will, yes. with, with Wendy's career. So everybody knows the talent, but pushing her out front, Vince, how important has that been to you? Well, it's pretty awesome, you know. She um, she deserves it. You know, it's that simple. You know, any idiot would have done the same thing. You know, it's just when when Wendy starts singing, it's game over. You mm. know, and that's that's what happened to me. I didn't know about Wendy very much until – uh, the possibility of, uh, of her coming on the road with me, and, and as I discovered 
the gift that she has. I said, man, why aren't you singing? You know, you're too good to to be back there. You're better than everybody else. You're backing up. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I just all I did was encourage her, and yes. and and I don't know. It, it just, it, it, I guess it it registered or something with her because I don't. I really don't know Wendy's why or what it was that that made you not want to be pursuing the the forefront of that gift. So. I just, um, like I said, any knucklehead that heard, heard you sing would, would have done the same thing. So that's all I've done. You know, it's just trying to do what I could do and say, hey, I, I like what you do. Let's let's try this and let it get featured in the shows. And, and it just, once again, uh, it's too good not to hear. Yes. Well, you know what? I'm so thankful, Vince, for you because ever since I met you, so many amazing things have started it wasn't that i didn't want to be a star they just you know didn't, didn't let me in so i had to eat so i had to become a background singer so i could eat till i could figure this thing out I okay I and then, the same thing okay know? and then you came into my life and everything started opening up why yeah. wendy why what happened because like you know there you were coming out of the rain was 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 a hit and you were right there with whitney houston and mariah carey yeah. you were right there. Tell me about it. What happened? Exactly. I want to know what happened. <laughs> I was doing the work. I don't know what happened. Was it's, it a matter of just, you know, the, the record company not knowing maybe what to do? Know what to do with you in yes. terms of like how you want how they want to present you, that kind of thing? Like take us through it. Well, I I, I got a feeling that, you know, it was I, I was out there doing the Whitney Houston Mariah Carey era. Yep. Then rap became the main focus of music, so singing big ballads and that pop R&B thing kind of died off. So they totally didn't know what to do with me, and I didn't know what to do with me. So I said, well, I got to find something else to do until I can figure that thing out. Mm -hmm. And then I just became, you know, a background singer to the stars until I, you know, I didn't know 25 years was going to pass. But at the right <laughs> time, Vince Gill came into my life <laughs> and opened up a whole new uh, road. And mm -hmm. it's been like, you know, it's just been great ever since. Like, Vince, I hadn't even got a chance to tell you that I played Carnegie Hall two weeks ago. And I heard. I was like, I can't wait to tell Vince Gill. <laughs> Had I not turned down this road with him with the, he's my lighthouse, like, come this way, come this way. <laughs> Had he not done that, I would still be in the wilderness somewhere. What, now, those comparisons to Whitney and Mariah. Yeah. Did you take those as a compliment? Absolutely. Yeah. Because if you because a lot of artists would be like, "Hey, I'm my I'm my own person. I'm not I'm not this person. I'm not that person." Well, people have you know I I, I didn't take it I, I I wasn't that sensitive, but yeah. I figured if you put me in the same breath as Whitney and Mariah Celine, okay, they're like our some of our greatest vocalists. Mm -hmm. So I I consider myself to be on that level. Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and Vince, Vince Gill with us, picking with the pickers. Yes. We're going to pick a Super Bowl game here a little bit later. That's just an excuse. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> with, uh, but with Wendy and now the emergence of the black artist in country music, I mean, and, there's, and you don't want to pigeonhole anything. Right. My gosh, when I go hear the time jumpers, I hear everything. Yes. From Bob Wills to all the things that are that are all the way through, and being a part of that was that was was and Vince, I'll talk to you, but was that her? And 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 I know you lost your sister in Dawn, in uh, yes. Dawn Sears, certainly. Uh, so such a sad thing. But with with Wendy though, 
did you see that as a vehicle to get her more uh, into really uh, the genre that's opening up to a lot of people? You know what? I think it was, I really think it was those guys in the band that, that realized how great she was. And, and I think a lot of them probably had the mindset that, you know, since we lost Don, that the, the respectful thing to do would be to not have anybody come in. You know, as I was in the band, I could carry the, the load of the singing and whatnot, but they're the ones I would, I didn't push, I didn't push Wendy to the time jumper guys and say, you guys should hire her. They wanted to with, without me, you know, all over them about it. And it made perfect sense, you know, and, you know, Wendy going back to talking about Whitney and, and Mariah and those things, you know, none of those, those singers are all just great. They don't sound alike. Whitney doesn't sound like Wendy. Wendy doesn't sound like Mariah. Marisa didn't sound like Gladys Knight and on and on and on and on. Yeah. But the gift that Wendy has is every bit as special and every bit as one of a kind. That's what, that's what made those singers who they are is nobody sounded like Aretha. And nobody sounds like Gladys Knight, and nobody sounds like Wendy. She's, to me, she's in that that class of singer. Um, and, and, and there's a lot of a lot of singers that are emulators, you know, that that, that kind of emulate a, a certain certain singer or two. And, and Wendy is not that case. You know, it's just brilliant on every level. And, and what's fun the, the the fun part about singing with Wendy is it makes you raise your game. And that's the same thing Don did, singing with Don. Mm. You had to sing up to them, you know, and, and you have to do the same thing with Wendy. And it, it, it's really fun because you've got this you've got this unbelievable rock to kind of lean on mm. and sing against. That's what's cool about singing with people is you sing against them. And you can have the confidence of doing whatever you want because you know the rock of that talent is is right there and you don't have to, you know, worry about it getting pitchy or worry about it not being right because it's so spot on that it's it's amazing to lean on. And that's when, what music's all about, really, is that conversation and that collaboration and all those things that are really beautiful. No question about it. Wendy, when you talk about, you know, black country music artists coming to the fore now, I think Jimmy Allen's great. I think oh, yeah. Mickey... Guyton is un- unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool. I've lived here now in Nashville. I'm from the Northeast, but I've lived here 10 years. And, you know, you get absorbed in it. You know, you hear country music every day living in this city. And I have a new appreciation for it. And I'm just really happy that, you know, the genre is getting more diverse. I'm sure you are as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Vince brought me in. You know, he produced a, a an amazing uh, artistic traditional country record on me. Mm-hmm. And through that process, you know, uh, it was the first time I felt like an artist again. He's like, I'm not going to tell you how to sing any of the songs. Although he chose the songs the day of the session. That was challenging because <laughs> I had never heard most of the songs. I'm like, no, no, it's good that you don't know them because you'll make them your own. Yeah. And I, I could appreciate that a lot. And I felt like an artist from that moment on. And it's just been a really amazing journey. And, you know, I consider myself like a Ray Charles or Lionel mm-hmm. Richie. I'm the cousin that visits country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I realized, you know what, you're not a country artist, but you love singing country songs. Mm-hmm. So that freed me up a lot because I like to sing at least, you know, three or four different genres. And, you know, that helped me, uh, you know, 
defined who I am as an artist when it comes to country music. Well, I mean, rock and roll is an amalgamation of everything. Appalachia, yes. blues, mm-hmm. country, yeah. all of that. Uh, Vince. Vince is a rocker. I mean, he's you know he's he's hanging out with his this garage band, the Eagles. Right. Yeah, what, you what, know, what I, they mean, ever I don't do. know what the hell what that's they, up what with they that. Done, done. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it's amazing. He he acts like a kid when Vince. I'm like you're not even in Rome, but he's just he's he's like I finally you know I got into a band and my, you know he's like joking about it. You know, being in a new band. <laughs> Only the, the new you know, life. probably the greatest American-born yes. you know, rock band of all time. You know, yes. no big deal, right, Vinny? Nah, you know what's a great lesson I've learned from playing with those guys? This will be my seventh year to go tour with them. I'm leaving in just a few days, but uh, it's it's given me a great lesson once again at between 60 and 65. Now I'm 65, but how important songs are, mm-hmm. you know? And when you look at that catalog of songs, that's what made them the band that they are is that their songs are just, you know, they're, they're just better than most people's, you know, <laughs> and that, you know, a lot of times people won't maybe cop to that. I, I struggled in my career early on, probably like Wendy did a little bit. And, and if I really analyzed it and looked at it with, with an honest face, you know, and, and an honest take on it, I don't think the songs were that good, you know, and, and that might be, the biggest reason that, that things didn't take off for me is is because the songs weren't up to par, and, and you gotta, gotta kind of I guess take all that stuff into consideration. You know, it's 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 all what it is. You know, and, and um, it doesn't matter. You know, I, I tell people all the time. I said nobody will ever grow tired of a great singer singing a great song. That is as timeless as it can be, and that's what we did with that record that Wendy and I did. Where all these great songs that she would have known, but very much in the in the, the mindset of what Ray Charles did in the early '60s, where he took all these great, whether it was Hank Williams songs or Cindy Walker songs or, or whoever wrote these songs, but these great songs that you know, I think we often uh, we get locked into perceptions of what we think something is before we ever just listen to it and decide if we like it or not. We have to identify as like the labels in our genes and the, you know all those kinds of things that we've done as a, as a culture that I think they lead us astray more than they help us and it keeps it keeps a way of, uh, of of where people can control what they you know if they know what it is they're tasting they'll they'll, they'll have a different <laughs> viewpoint of whether they like it or not and it's right. not pretty weird but you know I just think that. You know, as as a culture, we're kind of finally laying down a lot of past perceptions of what we think country music is, what we think R and B music is. None of it. You know, the funny thing is, none of it's the same. Yep. R and B music, black music, is not the same as it was when I grew up. Mm-hmm. When I grew up, Ray Charles sang to me, Aretha Franklin sang to me, and hip hop is foreign to me. It's not that I don't like it, but it's 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 just foreign. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And country music to me, where when I grew up, it was Ray Price, it was it was Buck Owens, it was Merle Haggard, it was Eddie Arnold, it was all and there's nothing anywhere close to comparable to what that was. So everybody's definition of what something is can be quite different, you know. But thank God they're finally just letting it all letting it all roll out there and and just once again, if something's great, let it be great and enjoy it. 
There's two signs, what, two songs, uh, two kinds of music, right? Good and bad. Good and bad. Yeah. That's good right. And, good and bad. Down basis, <laughs> <laughs> it's like when describing art. I don't know what good art is, but I know uh, it when we'll I see, see it. No, no, that's pornography. Now, there's, <laughs> no, there's, there's, see. There's, there's a third. I, try, I tried really, to clean really it up, bad. Greg. It's a family show. <laughs> hey, see what the, I got to deal with every day, hey, Vinny? Hey, the Supreme <laughs> Court said that, not uh, me. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's another deal. Yeah. Vince Gill with us, Wendy Moten. Uh, and. The the first time that you met Vince, you yeah. t- tell me about that. <clears throat> well, the first time I met Vince, uh, you know, I met him at his favorite breakfast place. Okay, we know. Okay, and then I, I walked in, and of course, you know, he's the guy I saw on TV for years. <laughs> I, you know, I just never with the thought. the hair? Yeah, well, I never thought I could sit, sit across from him talking about <laughs> working with him one day. And I, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. So, of course, I was like, how did you find me? And what do we know? And, you know, and he's like. Vince, you're such a wonderful, sweet, kind person. And he just said, hey, you know, I want you to come out on the road with me. And I said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I knew that I was, uh, you know, in the front of of greatness because he – I've been fortunate to work with some of the greatest iconic artists in music history. And I always – the goal is to always learn more. So I, you know, grew up watching Hee Haw and Soul Train. I'm in love with them both. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Vince Gill is like – the emperor, he's the emperor of country music. I know how he feels about that when I say it, but I really mean it. He's the emperor of country music for me, and I'm like, I have a real uh, opportunity to sing, learn how to sing country music right and with one of the most iconic, sweetest guys. Hee-haw, huh? Hee-haw, yeah. Hey, yeah. Roy, what, Buck? That's hey, right. hey. I was the same I, way. I was a hee-haw kid and a soul train Hee-haw, soul train, and American Bandstand. I watched them all growing up. Hey, Grandpa, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? What's for supper? What's for supper? Yeah. Hell, I used to watch the Lawrence Welk show on Yeah, of course. I watched Lawrence Welk, too. Thank you, thank you. Here's a Bobby and the Susie. I listened to, I watched all of that. You, We only had eight channels. Right. But, you know. Eight, we only had three. Well, you know, just so being with Vince, I just wanted to be my most authentic person that I could be because he was such, he is such a great, uh, amazing, authentic artist. So I was happy to be in his presence. I was, I had to make sure I had my music learned. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he did say, you know, you uh you came prepared and I was like that was the whole idea because I need a gig <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to get fired on the first day like this was a bad idea I wanted him to feel like yeah I made a great choice once again uh, I'd say he did <laughs> no I would question. definitely say he did Vince uh, we're gonna take a break when we come back we're gonna pick a football game we'll cut you loose because I know Amy's got you mowing the yard or doing something <laughs> over there. <laughs> Uh, and we're, we're talking Wendy Moten with us here. We are at Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown, 
and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new law that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now, 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-785-9132. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its growler filling station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. It is the Greg Pope, John Burton Show, presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. That's exactly where we are. Kitchen Oats, Pat and Cook, back in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Wendy Moten is our guest here on location. And Vince Gill with us. And... Uh, your what's your manager's name? Deborah Fairchild. Deborah Fairchild. Okay, <laughs> and she just messed with you. Yeah, she sure she did. did. She sure did. Tell, I mean, my. I mean, first of all, I came prepared. You know, I was prepared for the picks of the day. You know, and I want to know who's. You know, I talked to Siri. I was like, Siri, who's in the Super Bowl? <laughs> and she tells she you. She tells me it's. 
my home team Titans. And I'm looking at her like, no, I would know it that. Was, it was the look of fear. That. The look it, of fear it, of maybe, was it? No, are no, the Titans but I there? knew better. But I'm like, wait, wait a minute. I had to. No, the Titans aren't in the Super Bowl. I know. Bowl. They, I would know they're that. Never, they're never in the Super Bowl. Deborah, I can imagine it's just so hard working with Mendy. Yeah. Wendy, Wendy is, is literally I mean, the best human. I laugh. With her all the time. Thank her you. responses. She's and an assassin. That's why I love her. She's life. an assassin. An assassin. Well, I, was she to get to, yeah. I was just telling her off air. I manage a, a hip hop artist back in Pittsburgh where I used to live. So, uh, Deborah, I'd love to get together with you oh, at some we, point. Can we do this business off air? Do the business later. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just getting it out there. I'm letting people know. I'm, I'm making moves. I'm making moves. <laughs> uh, Vince Gill is with us. Are you listening to this, Vince, I guess? Uh, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I got to I got to pick Uncle Vinny's brain too about that as well. Yeah, all right, Tim Leeper, Tim Leeper Roofing is sponsored picking with the Pickers several years. Uh, Bento Living, Denise Tenney, want to thank the folks at Bento Living Chestnut Hill as well. Let's bring yep. in Tim. We're going to pick the Super Bowl here yeah. in a minute. By the way, uh, we have guest Tim, John, of course, News Channel Five's yes. John Burton, and me, and the guest beat us. That, and, and half the guests don't know squat, okay, mm-hmm. and they still beat us. Oh, so, okay. um, yeah, anyway. We're, and we're supposed to be the experts. <laughs> yeah. Wah, uh, wah, wah. Uh, <laughs> Tim, what can we say for ourselves on this? I don't know. I remember you guys giving Vince a hard time last year about being guest figure says, man, I played guitar for a living. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unreal. All right, let me get the uh, current line on the, uh, from Vegas here because I, I don't know it because I never bet. I think it's a point and a half. It's, it is. Uh, <laughs> That's what I heard. All too. right, Wendy, the Eagles and the Chiefs, and not the Titans, are in the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, the Eagles are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you like? I said the Eagles. Why? Because Vince Gill is in the band, the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, that's a promo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mark that one down, AJ. That's great. That is so funny. What if he was in the Chieftains? I would go for that. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Vince Gill is a winner, so wherever he All is, right. they're going to win. So, oh, man. Wow. Vince, uh, top yeah. that. Oh, I can't. Did did you uh, check your phone, Greg? I, I sent you a picture that you're gonna love. All right. But let oh. me tell you, I, I'm gonna tell you a great story. Timothy B. Schmidt, who's the bass player with the Eagles, mm. was in a like an antique store or something like that, and he was buying some Indian rugs or this or that or whatever. And somebody said, "You look familiar. Do, is there a reason I would know you?" And he goes, "Well, I'm with the Eagles." Somebody said, well, you must be the kicker. So this, you got a photo of uh, somebody has superimposed your head on top of an eagle's no. body. Is that no, you? I, I played for them for three years. You're probably the only guy walking this earth that played for the Eagles and played with the Eagles. (laughs) Oh, those Eagles. (laughs) I'm I'm turning into George Santos. I played for the Philadelphia. Right out of college. Yeah, Yeah. that's Uh, the ticket. And I didn't go to college either. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, rapper Vince Gill with us this morning. That's right. (laughs) 
Oh man, I'm gonna I, I for job security. I'm going with the Eagles. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Good job by you. Well played. Well played, man. Uh, Tim, what are you thinking about the uh, Super Bowl? I don't know. I'm still back on that pick. If you wonder why the guests won this year, it's because of picks like that. Brilliant logic. Um, well, I, I tell you, I like the Eagles. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be a boat race, but i got to believe with the tools that they have, they're going to get the pressure on Mahomes and get him out of his comfort zone. I, 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 I'm taking him to win by six. All right. JB? Well, listen, I can't win this segment, and I'm a New York Giants fan, and I absolutely can't stand the Philadelphia Eagles. I respect them. So, and base, and I'm a huge Pat, Patrick Mahomes fan. I'm hoping against hope that he pulls some magic out. Give me the Chiefs and the points. Well, part of me for show business. Right, right. Because I won this last year, and I'm last this year. Right. I want to pick the Eagles so you would be the lone wolf. <laughs> Just to do that. Yes. But I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs. All right. All right. I, I think the Eagles have the better roster, but I think the Chiefs the have magic the, man. the quarterback and the coach. So, um, with that. Hey, Tim, thank you for yet another year yeah. uh, of sponsoring this nonsense. We really appreciate yeah. it. Buddy. Thanks, Tim. You guys send me some roofs, okay? Right. <laughs> we, we'll, we'll, we'll get you as many as we can. All right. Tim Leeper roofing, everybody. Thanks, yes. Tim. Enjoy Thanks, the game. Tim. Oh, my God. Wendy, you about fell out of the chair with the Eagles <laughs> thing. And then Vince. Now, t- now tell me about – we'll, we will put this out on all of our social media yeah. stuff. Yeah, is this a real photo with te- you in an Eagles text uniform? That to me, Greg. What is that? Of course not. <laughs> oh my God. See, that get, get the hook out of my mouth. Vince, look, you should see his that, face. Look at the body on that dude. That ain't <laughs> oh, my God. You really had him stumped, Vince. He was literally like, You were full for a sec, right? Well, I, thought, well, I know Vince, he'd do anything. He'd yeah. put an Eagles uniform on. Sure, why wouldn't he? I, I could have been the kicker. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's brilliant. What's your range, Vinny? Are you are you good from uh, outside of 50 yards? No, I could. When I was in high school, I could kick probably 40, 45 yards. Oh, okay. really? Well, I could, and the coach saw me doing it. Wow. You know, and he, and he, and he handed me a football, and he said, "Son, can you pass this thing?" I said, "Coach, I don't even think I can swallow it." <laughs> <laughs> No, he really he did. He tried to get me to. <laughs> Greg, to get me Greg's to... face is turning beet red right now. He's speechless oh, for the first time in his life. <laughs> he tried to get he tried to get me to play football from my high school. I said, uh uh-uh, I'm a golfer, and you practice twice a day in Oklahoma summer heat. No chance. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two a days back then, full pads, right? Yeah. 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 Amen. So, so uh, out on tour with the uh, that garage band, the Eagles, right? Pretty soon. The Philadelphia Eagles, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> where are you going on this? Uh, all out west for this first run, Oregon and California and Arizona, and then back, and then another run in uh, latter part of March and first week of April. So that's all I know about so far. I'm wait and see what they want to do. I just do what I'm told, and life is good. We'll give Don and Timothy and all the guys our best. Will do. Hey, let me ask you. I want to ask you one question. 
What hey. ones, you know, because you and I are the same age. We're both, right. uh, yes, we know that. <laughs> it, um, is there one that you sing that still, yeah, because what, the first Eagles album came out in, what, 72? 71 or two. 71 yeah. or two. And so we yeah. were both still, you know, young in high school when all that came uh-huh. out. And then in Desperado, uh, changed a lot of people's lives with just that one yeah, song. Yeah, you know, and, and they recorded Desperado, but it wasn't until Linda Ronstadt recorded Desperado that it made their record catch heat yeah. of it and get a, a little more attention because Linda was killing it, and they were a new band. And I asked Don when I first started playing with him, I said, okay, shoot me straight. Tell me the truth. What's the first song you and Glenn Fry ever wrote together? And he smiled, and he said, Desperado. Wow. Mm. And I said, come on, you had to write a half a dozen blame songs like the rest of us. He goes, no, that was the first one. And that's my, that's probably the most uh, sentimental and emotional song that we do every night. I love that song. I love to hear him sing it. And then another one, it's not an Eagles song, but playing Rocky Mountain Way with Joe. Oh, yeah. Joe Walsh. In the world. Or yeah, Funk that, 49 or 48. Yeah, both any, of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. any of those numbers. Yeah. But that's, you know, my, my early days of trying to figure out how to play electric guitar were playing Joe's songs. So another funny story was we talked about people's perception of music they think they do and don't do or whatever. Well, we're playing in the first few rehearsals, and we're playing Rocky Mountain Way, and I'm just stomping on these power chords in Rocky Mountain Way. And Henley's looking at me with his puzzled look on his face, and I go, what, what, what's up? And he goes, I thought you were a bluegrasser. He <laughs> 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 uh, said, I am, but I kind of know a little bit about this stuff, too. Yeah. Well, you you gotta you gotta come down uh, from your fences and what start mending yeah. fences. Yeah, the whole the whole Desperado oh, yeah. fence. Hey, not only thanks for pushing Wendy out front where she so richly deserves, Amen. but uh, for being a part of this for I think eight, nine, ten years. I don't know where you were. Your bus had broken down somewhere in Iowa. And you still called us, so uh, you know we we, we, appre- we appreciate you, man. We really do. I really do. And let me just say, Vinny, like like the first time I actually met you face to face, I felt like I'd known you my whole life. And so yeah, you know, you've been super cool to me, and I I appreciate it so much. And it's just. It, I love picking with the pickers. It's my favorite thing to do on this show every every uh, football great. season. Well, that, go, that goes both ways. Thanks for the kind words. Thanks Say goodbye to him, Wendy. I love you, Vince Gill. Love you, Wendy. <laughs> Talk to you soon. All right. You kids have a great day. All right. All right thank you. Thanks, Vince. What a sweetheart. What a, yes. He's, he's, he's him, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> That's what I love about him. I thought he was superhuman. I'm like, how can you write songs like Go Rest High? And sing them without like just breaking down every time. Well, because he wrote it for his brother. brother. For yeah, his brother, I, I right. know, but still, it, it like the, the, that song like makes you feel a certain kind of way every time yeah. you hear it. And then I saw him uh, at one of uh, George Jones's, um, I think a memorial, and then I I watched him like I watched tears come out of his, and I'm like, okay, he's human, because I had put him on the superhuman. <laughs>
Yeah, he sung Thank that at, like at Arnold Palmer's, yes. uh, and and unfortunately, I've seen him see it way too many times locally, yeah. at, at his friends. You yes. know, most recently Joe Biddle, the passing. Yes. All right, Wendy Moten is our yes. guest. We're going to take a break, and uh, we're going to uh, talk about the Voice. We're going to talk talk about David yeah. and, and and hubby, the bumper, one of the best bass players in the world, in the history of music. <laughs> yes, no doubt about it. Wendy Moten, our guest. Kitchen Notes right here, Omni Nashville Hotel. Welcome to Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Monday, February 13th for the Valentine's Day date game in your college night with Austin P. as your Nashville Predators take on the Arizona Coyotes. Purchase your college night tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash college nights for a Preds and Austin P. co-branded hat. And don't miss the Thursday and Saturday games against the Boston Bruins and the Florida Panthers. For your tickets, go to NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. Let's go Preds! I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Hey, Nashville. Start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic. Treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual pie customer. The other workers' comp insurance company, they were going to reclassify our business, and then they were going to charge me $50,000. Meet Natalie, owner of the carpentry shop. Shocked by an unexpected bill, she knew it was time to switch her workers' comp provider. That's when she found Pi Insurance. When we got the quote back from Pi, it was a sigh of relief. They put us in a policy where we fit. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you could save at IWantPi.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. I'm grateful that there's a company out there that's willing to insure us little guys because every dollar counts with pie insurance you get pricing and coverage made for small businesses what are you waiting for ask your agent for pie or get a quote in three minutes at iwantpie.com that's i want 
It's the afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I'm not saying like Derrick Henry is going to be bad. I just don't think he's going to be able to tote the rock 330 times in a season. They did lose a half step. He was getting caught in that second level. And you saw the fumbling. If that's what their plan is, we're just going to go in again on Derrick Henry and figure this out. It just seems like the definition of insanity to me. The afternoon stretch. Afternoon stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, putting the fun in dysfunctional. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show, presented by Omni Nashville Hotel. We are at Kitchen Notes. Pat Cook back in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Wendy Moten is our guest. It's been a, uh, just a, a good 40 minutes with Vince Gill. Uh, the voice. How's your leg, by the way? My is my right oh, it's elbow. Was it whichever, That's right. Like, my what, right elbow. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Like That's I said, okay. how's your elbow? <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> leg. But, but you is, were on the voice and, yeah. and, and, and what? Made it to the semifinals, no, right? Yeah, I made it all the way to the very end. Okay. Was, the last two people standing was me. I was one person. And then they had a family of three. Uh-huh. And uh, so the family of three got the gig. You know, yeah. They won the thing. But... Yeah, I think everybody in America thought I had won, including me. Uh. <laughs> but it was like the one of the greatest journeys I ever taken. You know, I just I just realized that, uh, you know, I'm still competitive. I'm still hungry for it. Mm. And if I can handle being under a microscope week after week for months, I was like, I whoa, I still got a lot of more fuel to go. Uh, you know, so it was a really great. Event. How'd you break your elbow? Well, I fell over a monitor that was on the on the uh, yes. on the stage, and I was just trying to make my mark because they were getting ready to go to commercial, and I fell over this monitor. Mm. It was just a freak accident, and I uh, realized when I went down that my arm was broken, and I have never been broken, so I've never <laughs> been injured. And uh, but I was so happy that my head didn't slam into that floor. I mean, I became a meme. I became a meme. <laughs> they showed that fall over and over and over and over. Oh man! And uh, but it it taught me some things about myself. I had I have a high tolerance for pain, and I stayed on the show. The next day I was in filming, so I had two broken arms. Literally, my elbow was broken on my right side, and the left side was broken hand with a fractured wrist. Oh my god! So gosh. it was only three weeks left to the finale. Yeah. And I talked to the doctor. I said, how long do I have before I can't fix my arm? He was like, you got three weeks. So literally, I finished the three weeks with both of my hands and splints, arms and splints. They had to fly my sister Mona in to take care of me because I couldn't do anything. Couldn't put on my clothes, could barely use the toilet by myself. But uh, okay. it's a whole other story. It's a lot of information. Hey, hey, I've, been, of information. I've been that way for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they let me, you know, they finished. They let me finish the show. They said, we'll help you, you know, because I need to help with makeup and, and yeah. uh, you know, doing my hair. I couldn't do any of that stuff. Mm. And uh, they did say, though, if you fall again, we're not responsible. I said, no problem. <laughs> no problem. I want to I wrap this up. But I have to tell you, there were two people that called me after, you know, that same night. And I was in the emergency room. Vince Gill was one. And Leslie Fram was the other. And Vince was like, uh, you can't leave the show. I was like, does he not know that I can't use my arms? <laughs> he was like, you can't, you can't leave. You have to stay. And I'm so glad because I thought it was over. 
you know, and, and I might have stopped. I might not have continued after the show. But the fact that I was still there with three, I mean, with two, three arms, with two broken arms and still singing my butt off, it taught me that I could continue even if I can't use my arms. Yeah. So thank God for him telling me that. And just because I thought he was, I was like, but then again, like I say, Vince Gill is a winner. So I'm listening to what the winner got to say. <laughs> he said, you got to stay in the game. So I had to stay in the game. And thank goodness I did. Amazing. It was, uh, it was, you know, such a, it was such a treat to see you back performing again. And, and, and at such a high level, it was amazing. I tell the story all the time, Greg. You know, I don't know if you remember this. This was probably mid-'90s, right around the time coming out of the rain was a big hit. You performed at the New York State Fair. Yes. In Syracuse, New York, which is basically my hometown. I grew up a little east of there, and I was there covering – I was there – we were doing stuff for my old TV station. And you came out, and you performed, and it was like in the grandstands. And – shocker her performance was so incredible that she received like a million standing ovations they had to stop the show greg they had to, your team came out you were crying and they were crying and everybody in the crowd was crying they had to stop the show for a little bit because it was just people were just so taken in by your performance what what is a moment like that like what what is an experience like 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 that like because i used to be a pro wrestler and i and i you know, I'd be in a in a gym with like 200 people, and I'd win a match, scripted. You know, and if people if people would be cheering for me, like, oh, this is great. I can only imagine like thousands of people just standing up and just acknowledging you. Well, I have to tell you, it's uh, you know, my whole goal for singing and performing is making that connection, that spiritual connection mm-hmm. with the audience. And if you've moved them to stand on their feet, then my job is done. And it's not yeah. even about my vocal ability or anything like that. It's really about touching that spirit. And that's been my whole goal is to perfect how to do that consistently, how yeah. to go to that place. So when that happened, uh, yeah, I was emotional. Because, do you remember that night? Yes, I remember it. I think we got uh, some uh, some good reviews too from mm-hmm. that night. Yep. Uh, do you? I should. I was the opening act for Michael Bolton at the time. Yes. Yeah, Michael, yep. Bolton, Michael Bolton was really your sort of yeah. first no. break. It I know was. you've done a lot with with. Faith and in, in Faith Tim. Faith and Tim. And yeah. then I was Julio Iglesias' duet partner for 15 years. I had wow. to sing in four languages. Wow. Four languages. I only speak one, but I had to learn everything. You could everything sing in four. Four. Portuguese. Him. Portuguese, English. Okay, English, Portuguese, French, French, and Spanish. Wow. Yeah. And Yeah, that's it. We, I, I got to ask about David. Yes. Uh, I know he's a little yes. under the weather. Your, hu- your husband. Yes. Uh, Shout out, David. Wish you were here with us and today. And when I say this, it's not hyperbole. One yeah. of the best bass players in the world. Yes. Uh, Billy Joel, Elton John. I know he came down and did my jazz show. Yes. That's where I met him. Yeah. And he got – when John McVie got sick yes. in, in, on the Fleetwood Mac tour, they called him to go they to flew Europe. They flew him out. They flew, flew him. to Europe to finish the Fleetwood Mac tour. Yes. He's a Toto. Thump- he, to- he's a thumper. Yeah. Yes, he's he's one of the best musicians and best human beings. We've been together 27 years. Oh, yeah. God bless. Yes, so That's it's so like incredible. he's great, and he's sorry he couldn't make it today. I, I tried to convince him to come. He's uh, like, I know, we, I know. We had plenty. Well, you know, I know, I know, but he was he was under the weather, yeah. and, you know, so. That's cool. You know, I, I still asked, you know, to be sure. He was like, honey, I don't want, you know. You got the pink eye. Yeah, oh, yeah, good. He needs to stay home. He needs to stay home, man. Oh, my Lord. So that's what happened. All right, we're going to take one final break, be back and wrap it up with Wendy Moten here in just a few moments. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's a Bill King show. Wake Norman Buckeye. Bill will save and actually coach that 24 quarterback. At some point, he's got to hang it up. Nothing lasts forever. I want to repeat, Nick Saban is doing his favorite thing right now. He's not trying to get to a moment in life to where he can go sit on the beach. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. If you love stream of consciousness lost in a tangent, where are my glasses? Oh, they're on my head radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton show is for you. You remember this song, Wendy? The Jets? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> this was this was This was the, a jam. This was a jam back in the day. Remember their other hit, Curiosity? I, I need to hear the melody on that. But yeah. I know that title. Curiosity. 
Oh, we got you singing now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was was saving it. Do you acapella? Sometimes. What do you want? What do you got? Uh, uh, And I will always love you. Oh, man. Wow. We'll I'm, I'm done. You. I'm out of here. See ya. I got to go. <laughs> a little something. Not bad for a uh, graduate of Overton High School in Memphis, yes. Tennessee. Yes. Uh, and, and by the way, we have the Grizzlies on yes. our radio station tonight, yes. uh, 630. They got the T-Wolves at home. So yes. you a Grizz fan? I am. There ja, you go. Ja, there ja. you go. And the whole team. They're amazing. Now, yeah. listen. Your boy Dylan Brooks needs to kind of calm things down a little bit, man. You know, I mean, they're a, they're a fun team. We enjoy them. Yes. But they're a little mouthy and they're a little cocky. I love them, man. We know. We went to LeBron, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We're in Memphis, man. We, 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 it's Memphis, man. We're Memphis, man. I mean, that's what we do. Hustle and flow, Hustle right? Hustle and flow. <laughs> Whoop that trick. Whip that trick. Whip that trick. Whip that trick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they got to expect that. Yeah, I guess. Are you guys okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, I think we just had a moment yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John's going to – he'll get home. He gets off TV at 1035 every night. Yeah. He's going to be playing this show on a loop <laughs> all night long. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm going to repost I, it about 15 I, times. Yes. Every, every Monday night when you're in town yes. with the time jumpers every at 3rd and, and Lindsley. Lindsley. Yes, Man. traditional country music that I love so much. And, you know, yes, Vince didn't tell them to make me a member or anything like that, but Vince did encourage me to just sit in. He started off like that. Just come and sit in. Uh-huh. Sit in. So then the guys got a chance to know me a little better. And then, you know, somebody said, hey, let's talk about making our member. Because like you said, after Don, who do you have after Don Sears? Right. Mm. Nobody. Yeah, and the Grammys <laughs> they Nobody. won. I mean, just, yeah. yeah. The Grammy, all that. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. To be a part of this history of the Time Jumpers. Every Monday night, Third and Leslie. Thanks for coming down. I'm gonna here. come see you. <sighs> Greg, no, no, you've you, got John. you've got an invitation now. We it's gonna be now the Greg Pogue, Wendy Moten, and John Burton show. I'm okay? into it. Yeah. I'm right. into it. And let me know about coming to Time Jumpers. Can you notice? Notice I kept oh, my name at the top. Yes, as you should. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you should. No. Wendy, thank you. Thank, thank you so much for being here. And, and, and thanks to Vince, obviously, for everything. Love you, Vince. Man. That didn't suck at all, did it? That was kind of fun. <laughs> Take us out with something. What do you mean? Hey. Anything. Hey, I'm just happy to be here. Dream big. Enjoy your, if you're fa- fortunate to have family, love on them. And uh, I hope to see you somewhere. I hope I pass across. That's I awesome. Know. Bye-bye. Wendy Moten, everybody. Go Chiefs. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Go Eagles, right? Go For you. Eagles. Go, go Vinny. All right. You had the Grizzlies, line. You Grizzlies. had the line of the day. You, you, I go, oh, yeah. Mic drop. Windy Moten, everybody. See ya. Have a great weekend.